Welcome to the Lords of Loud. We're four music fans from Australia who've turned our old email debates into this podcast. I'm Lord Ben, and if we were the Beatles, I'd obviously be the smart one, but modest too. With me as always is Lord Brett, the funny one, only because we've seen him dance, Lord Kev, the quiet one, because he can't clip on a mic, and Lord Al, the cute one, with the perfect face for any podcast. Welcome back to the Lords of Loud. And this is a very special coronavirus-sensitive episode that we've found ourselves in here. And I'd like to say thank you very much to <coughs> all... <laughs> That's a nice dry... <coughs> I'd like to say thank you very much oh, to Lord Brett and Lord Al for letting us finally back into the bunker after many days out there in the wilderness trying to fend for ourselves. And I'll tell you what, things got pretty desperate out there at times. But uh, we're finally back in the bunker and, and uh, we're yeah, able to continue on with the uh, yeah. the next episode. But thanks for those guys for holding the fort last it was week. Just, uh, I, the, it was just the door handle. It wouldn't open properly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it was. Uh, it could, I'm sure it was a, I'm sure it was a it could have been because It could have been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sleeting door, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but there's still technical problems. <laughs> With all this social yeah. distancing, we're still not able to actually, um, you know, have our Lords of Loud sessions all in the same room. So we're we're all doing it via a virtual conferencing at the moment. And I apologise in advance for audio quality and, and dropouts and all kinds of things that might happen throughout this recording. Uh, but we're gonna yeah, it's power ahead. Everyone's making sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kev. I would just apologise for quality. No, we, we're admitting <laughs> it's going to be poor quality, uh, not just for the normal reasons, but it's going to be actual extra poor quality tonight because we're in, uh, yeah, coronavirus lockdown mode. So okay. we are going to try to power on and continue with our normal programming. And tonight we have a great uh, episode, which uh, we're talking about, you know, in this time of, of uh, despair. We're talking about uplifting songs. So we're going to all pick a few uplifting songs of ours and, and play them for you. But before we do all that, of course, we have to do our regular segments, which are Album of the Week and our sponsor for this week. So, Kev, I believe you have an Album of the Week. I'll throw it to you so you can tell us all about thank it. You. Yes, thank you a lot, Ben. I do indeed. Um, now, as you know, I always try to pretend that I am current and, and up with it and, and come out with new albums with this segment um, but these are strange times so I'm just going to put my hand on my heart and say I've been listening to Dinosaur Junior from the <laughs> 90s. Nice. Right in your Start pocket. Right in your pocket. Their, um, their album Where Have You Been um, is entirely appropriate in these times um, because where have, where's there have you been? Um, I've been listening to it while I'm doing the dishes and I, I don't think there's a better um, you know, signifier of your time and place in life than, um, you know, a, a Dishes album. Um, but this is a great one. The kids are in the bath and I'm putting on some of the best grunge rock and roll blues um, that was really ever put together. All filler, no killer. Um, a friend of mine um, nominated me on one of these social media things for your top 10 albums. And two albums in, he chose this didn't nominate me on this one and I was gutted because I thought, oh no, this is my thing. I've been listening to it the same week. Um, if you haven't heard it, you may not have. Get yourself into it. 
do yourself a favour. Where you've been by the mighty dinosaur junior from 1993. Um, Very just, good. Just a real, you know, development for them and um, can't go wrong. Yeah. When I was at uni, I had a by, friend. Uh, by coincidence, Sorry, yeah. I, uh, I was listening to Dinosaur Junior yesterday. Of course you were. Yeah. Um, and it was and it was the first album. I didn't realise that they had uh, they'd recorded so early. Was it eighty five or something? It was like I always think of them as an early nineties band, but um, their first the first Dinosaur Junior album, Dinosaur, um, was I think just tech. Um, eighty-five, yeah. Wow. So I yeah. did not. Yeah, and they, they, yeah, they were they were sort of fun again. Again, if you um, they they just really really seem to develop this thing, this marriage of like a real blues rock and the grunge sound, and then um, you know, unashamedly, you know, flailing solos and all this kind of stuff, and a real heavy metal um, thing underneath it all, and. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't know they'd been around that long either. I know that they were kind of uh, prodigies in a way, you know, they were early signed and everything. Um, yep. Kind of in, in a Nirvana story, you know, they're really spotted early on and just, well, these guys are going to do something. Um, but they stuck to their guns, you know, mm-hmm. and um, they didn't become uh, Pearl Jam or anything. So they did. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I had a friend in uni who was a massive Dinosaur Junior fan. I just couldn't get into them, but... Um, I'm willing to give that one a go, Kev, and thank you very much for your recommendation of Album of the Week. And, uh, yes, everybody, like Kev said, do yourself a favour, go out and listen to that one. Uh, Tell us on Facebook and Instagram how much you loved uh, that. This is what I'm saying. You know, if you (laughs) love an album and you put the dishes on and you're enjoying doing the dishes. Yep. Anything's better than doing the dishes. I'll get you through. Yeah. You could listen to anything, literally. Yep get it all right and so <laughs> well, on to on to tonight's sponsor and of course this is the segment everybody waits for and tonight we have uh an album called sorta country 13 top australian artists now yes they've gone with sorta country I, i'm curious as to why it's sorta country can they not quite make up their minds um but uh we've got some classic australian country artists on here the web brothers obviously we've got the Crew Brothers, Lucky Star, Cold Joy, of course, wouldn't be country. Cold Joy, Cold Joy, that's, that's your pet. Yeah, you've got classic Tony, Reg Lindsay, Tex Morton, of course, and uh, Jimmy Little, Smokey Dawson, of course, makes an appearance. He has to be on every uh, Australian country compilation. That's part of the Australian. Oh, you, you don't start it without him. Legal true. requirements for a country album, but um, so that's on the. Uh, let's go ahead here. Oh, back the other way. We've got some classic <laughs> tracks on this. Um, you know, we've got the Mule Skinner Blues, obviously one of the great songs. Um, yeah. you know, Jimmy Little does a, a terrible cover of El Paso. Um, we've got uh, Lucky Star doing I've Been Everywhere. You know, it's just some really good stuff on here. And what, what album, what is, what's this released on? Let's have a look here. This is released on uh, the Calendar Records, uh, one of the great labels, of course, right up there. <laughs> Uh, with Capital and uh, EMI Records, of course. So One yeah, every week. Yeah, Ben, I like to think that um, sort of country, it would come alive when you heard it doing the dishes. Um, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. One of the great albums uh, to do dishes by, 
Um, yeah, yeah. So plenty of great tracks know. on that. Some great authentic Australian country with some of the great Australian artists. Do yourself a favor. Go out into your local uh, record label, record shop, and ask them for a copy of Sort of Country. Uh, yeah, that is, you won't be disappointed. That's an essential um, trip, can I just say. Just looking at that track <laughs> listing, uh, if yeah. you please do stop you and suggest, you know, you maybe should be in your home isolating. Yeah. You just tell them, the Lord's sent you on a mission to get sort of country right. and they were I had to not get sort of country. Yeah, I couldn't live another you. day in isolation without a copy of sort of country. So that's an essential mission in, in anyone's I don't have any worries about that. So, Let's yeah. try. In this time of trouble, who wouldn't want to hear Reg Lindsay sing? They got a quick kick in my dog around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's no one. Ah, just, no one. It's unbelievable, really. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Get yourself down to HMV and form a queue that may stretch around the block, even if there's only four of you, and ask for sort of country. That's it. And tell them, tell them Ben sent you. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. All right, so let's move on to the tonight's episode. And in these dark, dark times, uh, for those who have just been consuming all kinds of media and, and just getting bleaker and bleaker by the minute, um, let's try to give some people some minor glimmer, glimmer of hope with some uplifting songs. I think that's our role as the Lords of Loud. I think we have to, you know, as the custodians, as self-proclaimed custodians of music, we have to, what we try to uh, if, if we're not doing not that, that, we're not doing anything at all, are we really? This is, this is our cause to get on top of. So let's give some people some songs. We've got our bum in the dike. Let's put it we up. are putting our fingers in the dike and wherever we can find a hole and let's stem this flow. Let's get some music out there for people who really need something just to uplift them now. So who wants to kick us off with one of their favourite uplifting songs of all time? Well, that will be me. I think that will be me. Oh, Brett's, Brett's all over this. All right, Lord Brett, let's all see what this. he's got. So t- tell now, us about this song. It, I, would, I would call this an essential service right so really they can't lock this one down absolutely um uh this this gentleman who's about to sing his little high out for you uh is a is a personal favorite um and well let me just play it and then we'll so that's a black we'll see. Again, or? <laughs> of course <laughs> no 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 here we go With some soul funk from the soul master himself. Tell us about That's it. That's right. Yep. That, of course, is uh, Mr. James Brown. That's 1986 from the Gravity album. Uh, Tell me loose on Dr. Feelgood. Uh, that's actually part of his um, comeback, really, after appearing in uh, the Blues Brothers movie and uh, one of his songs appeared in a, uh, in a Rocky movie. This was his comeback yep. sort of album. Um, Living in America from Rocky Four. Living in America, yes, that's right. Points. Well done, Ben. So it's uh, it's quite interesting uh, that little comeback. Now, uh, 
the, the entire album was written by a guy called Dan Hartman. So people often accuse James of of releasing an album that was by Dan Hartman featuring him as a singer. Uh, but I still like to think it's a, it's he captured the essence. It's almost he's almost playing a parody of himself there, James. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I what I what I really love about that song is it fe- features uh, Maceo Parker, his alto sax player, who started playing with him in the sixties. Um, and um, and still playing with him in the 80s. So, uh, you know, and he calls him out in, in the song. There's a little solo that Maceo plays, calls him out as he does. And um, and, and the great little thing there about uh, Maceo is Maceo is a, 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 a unique little uh, sax player as well. He played with Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, he played with Prince. He played with D.R. Soul. So he's no slouch in the... Mm. Bit of a journeyman in the, in session player, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. But that song's that song's that name because of um, his penchant for just spraying people in the park um, <laughs> or chasing them about the place. This is a completely different different story, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yep. <laughs> but that's my yeah, that's my favorite song. That's a, he that's really, a, he a, was the right hand guy, wasn't it? He? he really was. Like uh, he changed yeah. that band. And he became like this kind of uh, counterpoint to what James Brown was doing. You know, he'd be dancing, be the front guy, and kind of get a bit over it after, you know, four and a half hours of just bopping and jiving. And he'd start shouting at Maceo to take centre stage, and he brought him out of the band, kind of made him yes. So, yeah. Asked him not to spray people and just, yeah. <laughs> Don't suck, Maceo, he'd say. <laughs> so I like that. I mean, and it's in. For Lord Al, it's in the title. Doctor Feelgood. See, it's in the title. Feelgood. Oh. So that's double points there, right? Nice. Uh, okay, cool. I don't think that's points off, Alan. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> you asked to come up with a feelgood song and to fall into the trap of, you know, there's a few out there, isn't there? And Doctor Feelgood. Lovely crew. Yeah. yeah, it was hard to avoid them, to be honest. Good, Good start. But, and, uh, Lord Brett. and Brett did it. Let's go to Lord Al. What do you got for us, Al? Uh, well, um, you know, I could go obvious as well. There's uh, there's Feel Good Inc. Uh, by Gor- the Gorillas. Sure. Um, but, of course, this, you know, that's, that's Come obvious. On. Come on, though. This has to be songs <laughs> that, that actually uplift you. Like, these are the songs. Like, if you need a bit of a, a punch well, it does or something, I like that one. this is what you put on. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do. Don't worry about that. Um, uh, but uh, what I thought was because once I started making a list, there were just obviously too many uh, with the uh, with the rationed the rationed times that we live in. Mm. Um, so then I was like, well, how about I look at the uh, the ones that start with B for Ben and Brett and K for Kev and A for Alan? And unfortunately, I had nothing that started with any of those letters. <laughs> So I, so I scrapped that idea. There are a few bad letters. Just avoid them in general. That's right. So, so then I went for L for, for Lords. And uh, so this is my first one.
Is this seriously something you put on though when you like you know, feeling a bit down, you wanna wanna lift? Is it, <laughs> this is the first thing you go to, is it? It's one of the ones that I definitely Wow. Listeners only have to go back like when a couple I... of episodes and just start to really piece together a picture of uh, a Lord <laughs> L psyche here. Look, there's like I said, there are there are plenty to choose from. I could have gone for George Michael. Sure. Um, plenty of good I could ones have gone for. A... Why did you choose that? Yeah, oh, there are plenty, oh. but no, that's a, that's a great one. That's that's a Low Rider by War, um, yep. 1975, uh, I think it was. And so um, when time was off, Al, when when your back's to the wall, and um, you know there's a global pandemic, you just get into your basement and crank Low Rider. Get into your low ride. I just get, I just get in. I just get in my G ride. Get into black and, uh, Yep. And cruise, cruise the, cruise the hood. <laughs> virtually, so virtually. Stop at the McDonald's drive-through and uh, make the hydraulics yep. bop the car up and down. So. Via Google Maps Street View. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm just um, worried. I'm just worried that you're that low <laughs> that that could pick your spirits up. It's just a cruisy song. Jesus Christ! Okay. I like, that's you know, that's it's just that's okay. I've got another one that's more upbeat. Is that relevant here? I mean, um, just to be the amateur psychologist, are you that tightly wound? <laughs> that, you know, just the the suggestion or something doesn't have to be that much of a thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know you can just like. That's right. oh, that's enough for you to feel so much better uh, than you had been previously. It's still a quantum distance between that and anyone else feeling really, really good. That that's the thing. Like, if I put something that was, you know, too upbeat, you know, perhaps, perhaps it'll just so one. It's not tighter. even about upbeat. So. It's about uplifting. Like, it's a song that has yeah. to have some. It has to either have an uplifting, uh, you know, melody and drive. Or it has to have some uplifting lyrics, or it has to be something that you know really fills you with this optimism. You can't. It's either you know it could be a, it could be a song that you just cannot listen to without getting up and, and dancing to or moving to, or it could be something that you sit to and listen, and the lyrics just bring you to tears, but in an uplifting kind of way. Like um, I think that's exactly what yeah. happens to Alan when he hears Low Rider. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and, that's, <laughs> and that's why I'm saying that's a bit of a concern. I so, think. That if we played it long enough, he and we're all, you know, for once we're all viewing each other on a video screen here. But if we played it long enough, he would start dancing, mm-hmm. and we'd all sing off. But that's <laughs> not the point. It works for him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, this is just a part of my Chicano culture. So you know, <laughs> I would, I would appreciate it if you are, if you didn't mock it. Interestingly, I think the, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a current Mexican president or a previous one, has said that it should almost be the Mexican national anthem. What? It's that well known. Wow. And, uh, and, such wow. A, uh, and such a figurehead in, uh, in Chicano music that yeah, it's, uh, it needs some type of national recognition. Look, it's a very important album. Don't see it as uplifting. It's more of a protest, you know, of a moment <laughs> song. Yeah, don't see it as an uplifting. But, that's a protest. Good no, no, no. Guess what? You can put in whatever you like. 
This is the exactly. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, it was probably either that or La Cucaracha, so um, we probably got it. <laughs> we, got, we basically got off easy is what you're saying, yeah. That's yeah. right. Good. That's right. All right, Kev, do you have well, one for us? Yeah, I'll go next, and I'll, I'll um, basically prove, sort of follow on from what Al did, and I instantly thought obvious stuff um, about the feel-good stuff, and I went to um, Groove Armada, um, who released a song, But I Feel Good, and um, they, they put out a, a bunch of feel-good singles, they really did, like, there's, there's no shortage to choose from. Um, but weirdly, something happened just after their Zenith, like, just after they were you know, popular, well-known, uh, whatever level that is. <laughs> they put out a song called Paper Romance with an entirely new setup um, to two fronts, peoples. Um, and, uh, yeah, all I can say about that is that um, every time I hear it, it hits me in the feels. They did absolutely nothing after this song came out. Um, but for some reason... I just absolutely adored it. Um, I was a fan anyway. I loved what they'd done with positivity and beats and, you know, real high-feeling music. Um, and this one really took it to Zenith. Like, I think I've said Zenith twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I apologise for that, of course. That's okay. That's our parent company. You're allowed to say Zenith. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, you're going through the heights, so. <laughs> so... So, so in a in a weird way, it was probably the worst. They, the Groove Armada themselves probably hate listening to this song because it was the end of their career. I mean, after that, it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and um, and more and more chorus. And with a chorus like that, bloody hell, why wouldn't you? It's just <laughs> great. It just, there's something about that set of chords, um, the choice of words, the idea that it has to do with love that isn't going to be happening, but that that person's euphoric at the same time, you know? It's a breakup song, but the best feel-good breakup song. Um, absolutely love it. Very good. All right. <laughs> um, so my first one is by a 60s group. This is very hard. Again, like Al, it was very hard to pick just a few because I've got millions to pick from. Um, but this first one is Pretty Flamingo by Manfred Mann, a song written by Mark Barkham, who did <laughs> Lord Kev, you seem to be already dying. I just I, I do love I do love the different approach. And if there was a more different song to Low Rider than Pretty Flamingo. That's I, right. But these yeah. are uplifting songs. You cannot help okay. put a smile on your face when you listen to this song. Um, written by Mark Barkham who did songs for the monkeys. He did the banana splits um, theme song. Um, and right. a bunch of other 
poppy. He did I think he did uh, he, his his whole thing was writing like popcorn songs for people. He even wrote for like the Archies and all these sort of um, manufactured bands back in the in the time. Um, so man for man. Uh, so it's high quality stuff, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's right, but uplifting. I mean, this thing, it just makes you smile. I mean, you can't, how do you not, you I guarantee you crank this song up you cannot oh, help but dance around the room with this. Oh. All you need is that team machine. <laughs> and a huge bag of weed. <laughs> oh, very good. I think I'd need a little more than that. All right. Well, this is interesting. Aren't they the same? Sorry? As I say, isn't... Isn't a, a bag of weed just a time machine? I mean, they're interchangeable, right? You just need one or the other. <laughs> oh, my mind's blown, man. Uh, too, you're loving it too hard. You feel, so you're feeling too uplifted. That's the problem. You like you feel like you're on some kind of ecstasy or something. You know? He's making connections that you wouldn't usually make on a normal evening just thanks to Pretty Flamingo or possibly Low Rider. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lord Brett, what have you got for us? What's your next... Uh, inspirational, uplifting song for the people to help them through the coronavirus. I mean, That's it right. Page, would it, right. Wouldn't be any of that. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to go for something a little melancholy, but I'm trying to read the room, and that's <laughs> probably not. Sure, but the brief is uplifting, so you know. That's right. It's not all terminal. It's not melancholy. It's yeah. So. Not so speaking to inner dark child, it's a definite, like, makes you dance, gets you up there. Here we go. Here's the inner child. Get you up and dance. Chipmunks, or does <laughs> they get me again? Are you with me? That's Rod Stewart. Hot legs, of course. Live, unplugged. Hot legs. Uh, well, okay, hot legs. <laughs> hot legs. I mean, what, ah. what more could you want? Wow. Yeah. Jesus, that was fantastic. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. So, so <laughs> hang on. So, so <laughs> we're, uh, hang on. What the we story? Do? Yeah. No, no. Let's give Brett a moment to yeah justify his choice. Sorry, Brett. <laughs> What did you so hot legs? Yeah. What were you thinking? Tell us all about. And do well, you first need of all, additional help? First of all, it's on the live unplugged album, so it's uh, it's quite oh. acoustic, quite groovy. Quite live, yeah. Um, 
So rather than being the, it's a, you know, it's a non-disco interpretation of the hit. Enough said. Wow. Close the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut the door. The, the well-known 1972 blockbuster. It <laughs> 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 surely full dance floors. It's getting grannies out of the wheelchairs all over the country. <laughs> Currently playing in every RSL oh. in the West Coast. <laughs> wow. Oof. Wow. Right. Well, I don't so know that's, that, that's one that you just groove to? Or you shake your tail feathers or mm. what do you do? Oh, well, it's the entire album, mate. I could play the entire album. We could just Throw finish it right now. Throw your hip out. Play the album. Album. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to see you finish with Rod Stewart. So. Hey, hey. Are you a singer? Are you a singer, but like when you, when you you know really enjoying a song just in the house and you're just like ah, oh, you hear it coming on. What do you? What signifies physically that something's going on special for you with this song that doesn't happen with anyone else? But don't they say that that everyone uh, uh, who plays an instrument uh, in that moment wants to play a different instrument? So for me, it would be a drummer. That's why I'm, I'm the drummer then. So you're yeah you're a drummer. That's right, air drumming away. Weak man's overweight. The whole. So for you, yeah, for you, inspiration <laughs> is meaning like you want to. It makes you get up and want to be part of that band. Is that your? Oh, that's that's right. Categorization. Right that's your categorization of yeah. You just want to get up there. You want to grab that guitar. You want to be part of that band in that moment, playing live in front of fifty thousand, hundred thousand people at Wembley. That's your inspiration. Maybe a hundred people at Wembley, but hundred people, hundred people at Wembley. So, sitting, <laughs> sitting in a sitting in a prime position behind Rod Stewart. Mm. That's right. Hey, yeah, look at him watching his butt jiggle. <laughs> look at those hot legs. All right, brilliant. Al, let's move on. All right. Tell us about the So the Doobie Brothers, listen yep. to the music. Um, that's from uh, 1970 something or other, 72. Um, I, I just I just like it. It's a very, you know, bubbling along type of song. It's uh, like a lazy flowing river, in fact, surrounding right. castles in the sky. Um, so, so you've, you've, yeah, you've had... it's just, uh, to me, it's just a feel-good Okay. Uh, I mean, I did have another choice, uh, but I want to keep it within the L's again. Wow. Um, <laughs> of course. So my other, I mean, my other choice obviously would have been uh, Feel the Misery by My Dying Bride. Um, oh. <laughs> but I thought that was probably too uplifting and into the realm of the ridiculous. Um, so Doobie Brothers it was. So. Very good. Not a, not a ridiculous concept whatsoever, the Doobie Brothers. Um, All right. So Al, uh, sorry, so Kev, yeah. let's move on to you. Let's get your one done. This is it's great um, because I can I can see what's on your screen reflected in your glasses. So yeah, it's nice. It doesn't it doesn't really look like you're looking for music at the moment. That's what I'll say. <laughs>
and what an incredible song this is and seriously you put this on and you cannot help but lift your spirits with this one (laughs) it's got all the elements of an uplifting song it's got great lyrics it's got plenty of synth heavily distorted uh Synthesized guitars, all sorts of great elements. Got a chance of Rob Lowe in the video. <laughs> <laughs> great, great driving beat. Uh-huh. The, the best that uh, electric drums can produce. Yeah. That's right. I don't think an electric brass section as well. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So, wait, what can you say? What can you say? What can you say? You just gotta, you just gotta admit the beat there. Um, well, interestingly, uh, a critic of the film, uh, because you know the film drew you to it. Um, it said nobody over the moral age of fifteen will like the work of the Brad Pack actors. <laughs> Great film. Great. <laughs> and extremely uplifting. I'm sure we've cured. We've basically cured coronavirus with just this little segment we've had here tonight. So, um, thank I, you. I think though, I think yep. I think what we what we've proven though is, and we we sort of touched on a little bit uh, a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about the zombie apocalypse. Little did we know that the zombie apocalypse was around the corner. Yeah, it was actually going to happen. Mm. But if we were currently locked in a in a bunker all together, self isolating, and we each mm. took turns to play an uplifting song. Uh, it'd be three of us would have already committed suicide, is what you're saying. That's right, or or, yeah, probably a low rider. I think we would have all checked out. And (laughs) I mean, I think when we listen listen to the words, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) When we did that that bunker one, the concept was what could you just survive through an eternity? I mean, I'm certainly not putting on um, the cocktail twins every 20 minutes. Um, and yeah. flitting around my kitchen, um, you know, warbling away about ice blink luck and elves with pearly dewdrop drops. But, um, <laughs> you know, I can tell you that whenever I put on that Groove Armada track, and it's never failed to just astound me with, like, yeah, how it just, like, changes my, my mood, you know? Um, you sort of forget that. Mm. And you're glad to be reminded. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy that I found all these feel-good tracks in my uh, collection. I may as well make a, a playlist out of them now and, you know, either become hugely uplifted and dance around the house as as directed or I can just sit there and quietly groove in my um in my caddy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> On your way to serve. We're calling it, we're calling it mm. a caddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, what's Alan up to, kids? Oh, he's uh, grooving in his caddy just to <laughs> give him. But only to songs. But only to songs that start with the letter L. Yeah, it's wow. Just Jeez, remember that. Putting that's metrics to everything. But oh, that's enough. but that's a time. The uh, the uh, mm. you know that's the thing. The um the uh the list that I made now it goes from C down to Y. Oof. You know, it's uh, <laughs> hugely why? expansive. Why or not? Yeah, why? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> why? All right. Well, well we'll do you, wanna, you know, you know what I know by last? 
my last song on the list? No, well, sure. Well, let's hear it. Come on, the last song on the I list because like I had it. thought of going with the I had thought of going with the first song and the last song on my list. The last song was "You're Welcome" um, from Moana, sung by Dwayne Johnson. Oh, so, yeah. Really? You know, it's yeah, it's very uplifting. Wow. It's a great song Jesus to sing along Christ. to. All right. Like, <laughs> like I say, we're still taking auditions for new members of Lords of Loud. <laughs> Uh, Just mute his microphone. Applications in now. Um, yeah. Work from home. <laughs> Great rates. All right. I think we'll leave it there. Um, thank you very much for listening. I hope we've done something to lift your spirits in this very dark time. And, and please stay safe and, and love from the Lords to all your families and friends. And um, yeah, everybody, um, we'll get through this. Trump says it'll be over in a, it'll be over in a couple of days. Yeah, if you listen, that's to right. Trump, so yeah, it's all good. All right, join us next time on the Lords of Loud. And don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com, and also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Lords of Loud. Thanks for listening.